You're listening to Sly King Unleashed. Social topics, politics, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Make sure you follow him on social media at I am Sly King on Twitter and Instagram. Now, another episode of Sly King Unleashed. Well, welcome in, welcome in back once again for another episode of Sly King Unleashed. I got to tell you, I am really excited for this new season. A lot that I want to share with you, a lot I want to talk about. We got a lot to discuss. A lot has happened, right? So let me just say this to all of you that have listened to my podcast over the year or so. And I I just want to say thank you for that. I really appreciate your support to all of you that are new to the podcast. Thank you so much. You can always hit me up. Follow me on social media if you're not doing that. Love to hear from you. You know, I will say this. You'll hear me say this consistently. If you ever listen to any of my previous podcasts, I do not expect you to agree with everything I say. I do not. We can respectfully disagree. It's nothing wrong with disagreeing with people, but you can do it respectfully, okay? Now, with that being said, I'm going to share what I think, my thoughts, and that's how it's going to be. You can always hit me up, like I said, on social media at I am Sly King. Well, let's jump right into it because a lot to talk about. First and foremost, we are in the middle of some pseudo gas shortage. Can I just talk about that for just a moment? The Colonial Pipeline was hacked, and now you saw the rush that we created to really honestly influence and really create our own shortage because everybody was going to buy gas. I've seen pictures and videos of people filling up large gas cans and so many other things to store gas. We have enough reserve gas, folks. We do. Okay. Let's just talk about that. We got enough reserve gas and the pipeline has been restarted. Effective today, which is May 12th, whenever you are listening to the podcast, but it's been restarted. Okay. We created our own shortage. I think Atlanta, I talked to my sister and in Atlanta, I think that there are about 65% of their gas stations out of gas. She told me that pretty much the majority of the gas stations near where she is have basically like shut down. I mean, they don't have any gas. So we created a panic. We really created a panic. But let's talk about where we are. 2021 and moving into the time where all of us are hoping to see the light at the end of the tunnel dealing with the pandemic. I mean, we're still dealing with so many challenges in this country. I mean, it's it's really sad that we consistently are still seeing where there's this big challenge with police and black people and how things have gone over the years. You know, I shared this with someone, and, and I really want you to understand this. If you know anything about historical references and things as it relates to the black community and how it relates to the challenges with police and all those things, this is not new. It's not new. You can go back and look at slavery days and everything else. This is not new. This is something that only has the spotlight on it now because we have access to so much technology right in front of us digital technology right in front of us that we can look at, we can grab, we can see, and we have that instantly. So what do we do? And I honestly will tell you, I'm going to probably raise more questions than answers as it relates to this whole entire issue, because the big challenge is obviously justice never really honestly being served in a lot of cases. And I know you're going to say Derek Chauvin, that whole situation. Yes, justice was served in that. Still wanting you know, that to be challenged. Many people are wanting to say that that is possibly going to be overturned or could be overturned. But the bottom line is justice was served in that verdict. However, there are still challenges 
that we have to overcome. And, and even in the black community where we have to be able to begin to say, hey, if we see something that happens, somebody shot in your neighborhood, you saw it, you know the people that did it, it's time for us to talk to the police and tell them what happened. All this no snitching and all this bull that we have been going through for the longest is ridiculous because we've got to fix these issues in our community. we got to stand up and say enough is enough. And if we don't say enough is enough, if we don't stand up and talk and say, hey, uh, that's not right. We saw what happened. We were there. We know who it was because nine times out of ten, somebody saw it. There was a shooting here in a park in the Birmingham area back around Easter. Thousands of people in the park. Thousands of people. Let's just put that in perspective. Beautiful Easter, people out in the park, and shots fired, people hurt, and one girl lost her life. Others were injured, but nobody, nobody saw anything. All those people, you didn't see a car, you didn't recognize the person in the car, you didn't happen to see the tag, none of that. An innocent woman's life was lost. That's the part that's unfortunate. Well, we have that kind of stuff happening. I hear people say we need gun reform. We need that. Yes, we do need to make some changes as it relates to some of the laws, right? But at the same time, we've got to also stand up and say, hey, this is not right. I saw what happened. We got to speak up. We got to speak up because if we don't, we're going to go through the same cycle where people who have been innocently killed are going to consistently have this happen to them if we're not standing up and actually talking about the things that we see, we know, to protect each other. We got to do that. We got to do a better job in that. I'm sorry, there's no gray area in that. We have to do a better job, period. Now, as we look at where we are right now in the pandemic, you know, of course, the vaccinations are out. Many people are taking them. Many people have been vaccinated. I think I saw something where I think it's 34.5% or 35% of the United States population has been vaccinated. We got a lot of people that still have not been vaccinated. I know that some of you are like, I'm not getting the vaccine, blah, 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 blah. That is your personal choice, okay? You can do what you want to do. But please, for the love of God, stop getting on people's case that decided to get the vaccine. That's their choice. That's their choice. If you have a better solution for getting back to, as we would like to say, normal, because I don't know what normal is anymore, normal, new normal, abnormal, whatever. If you have a better decision, you have a better way of doing this, please let me know. What is it? How would you fix it? Because I've always heard people say, well, this is this, or this situation is what it is, and, you know, this happened because of this, or we got here because of this person, or people not believing that it was real, or people thinking that it was fake, or whatever the case may be. Whatever your perspective is, my question to you is, how do you fix it? If you were in charge today, if you had the power to make changes, if you were able to actually stroke the pen, make the changes, executive orders in place, what would you do? It's easy to say that, as I like to say, behind the scenes, right? But what would you do if you were in that position? How would you fix it? And honestly, I don't know of another answer. I really don't. You can say whether you believe it's real. I know too many people who've lost people, and I know people personally who have 
gone on who have passed away due to this virus. And if you have a better solution, please let me know. Because as we talk about this virus and this vaccine and everybody's saying, well, we don't know this and we don't know that. Uh, look, um, take a look at some nice medical pharmaceutical commercials that air at many different times of the day and you watch them and they talk about the medication and what it does and then they give you this nice disclaimer at the end it may cause brain loss it may cause you to die it may cause you to lose your arm and they're dancing and singing spinning around smiling like it's so grand and great uh newsflash every single medication has some type of possible side effect go look at them they may not happen to you. I may take something that may not make me drowsy. You may take it and may make you drowsy. It's going to say may cause drowsiness because when they did their test, it happened to some and they got to put it on there because it happened. Now, again, you don't want to take the vaccine. That's your personal choice. That's what you choose to do. I have been vaccinated and I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm not having any problems. I will challenge you though Let's do a better job of taking care of our physical bodies, though. Like, you know, let's do a better job of that. Let's make sure we're taking care of our immune system. You know, take your supplements, do those things, exercise, be healthy, eat better. Do the things you need to do to take care of yourself. First and foremost, that is important. You got to do that. But by all, by all means, you're not going to get the vaccine. That's your choice. But stop harping on people and telling people they're crazy because they took it and blah, 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 blah. If you don't want to take it, man, don't take it. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Don't take it. But a lot has happened. We've been through some challenging times as we move through this year. And to be quite honest with you, I am looking at the possibility that there are some light available for us to see at the tunnel. And we can see some. I think that we're making some moves. We're making some transitions. But as a country, we have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. And I think the thing that has happened if you look back over the last couple of years, if you want to look at everything, there's been a lot of things that have been uncovered that we honestly are now able to see, as they say, call a spade a spade. We're seeing that. You're seeing people being harassed for no reason. People can't even shop or be somewhere without being asked a million questions while they're there or what are you doing there? You saw the person walking in the neighborhood that lives in the neighborhood. The man harassed the guy for being in the neighborhood. I mean, come on. Is that the country that we are truly living in? And again, I'm not saying everybody's like that because the honest truth is every cop is not as bad as cops that we have seen. That's a reality. Every cop is not that bad. There are some bad cops out there. There are some truly bad cops, period. But everyone is not bad. And everybody is not like that particular person or people that you see that are in these videos that are harassing people that belong in a certain place or you think they don't belong there because they don't look like you. That, that's absolutely absurd. It's absurd. But it's uncovered, I think, all the things that we have been kind of hiding in this country, you know, because I think the biggest thing you hear is people say, well, this, this country is not racist. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Is everybody in the country racist? No. Are there some racist people in this country? Absolutely. Absolutely. Children do not come into this world with any type of discriminatory mannerism. They don't. They'll play with anybody. That stuff it comes from 
their home, their upbringing, what they were told, how they were influenced, and it affects them, and they absolutely behave in that manner because they've heard something their parents have said or their grandparents have said, and they act and respond accordingly. That's what they do. Children are sponges. They, they're influenced by anything. You say anything around them, they're going to repeat it. They're like a parrot. They're going to repeat everything. And they're going to repeat behavior they're used to seeing. And so they're going to do things based upon what they are accustomed to hearing. You know, I have said this, and, I, and I'll repeat this again because maybe you're new to the podcast and you haven't heard me say this. Our influence of how we are able to see things in this world, it's all shaped by our experiences. And so my big challenge I have is always people that say, well, systematic racism doesn't exist or there is no such thing as being racist or I'm not racist or this, that and the other. Uh, these things do exist. And you got to understand it's very challenging and almost impossible for somebody who's not black and more so preferably, let's just say white and black. Let me make it very clear because I don't want any to be any confusion. But let's make it very clear. There's very much of a challenge for somebody who is not black to be able to say that racism doesn't exist. Because you've never experienced it. You know nothing about what it's like to be a black person and to go through the things that you may have never, ever had to go through. Don't know anything about it because it's not you and you've not had to experience it. The conversation that came up, I'll never forget this came up in the debate, and it was brought up and it said, you know, having to have the talk. Black parents having to talk with their children about how to behave, what to do, what not to do when you're driving, where to go, how to behave when you go to these different places, because that's the talk you have to have. It's unfortunate, but it's reality. And so when people say this or people say, well, systematic racism doesn't exist, uh, clearly... You have not done any research on any of this stuff. You haven't done it. You haven't looked at it. And, and quite honestly, you have no idea of how things came to be because, truthfully, they don't teach history the right way in school anyway. They don't. They don't teach history right. They don't teach the right historical preferences of things. They don't lay out things in detail. They don't show the true manner of how certain things came to be because they paint a certain picture. And they paint a picture that this country was perfect, it came to be perfect, and it became this way that it is, the way it was designed and, and shaped, and, and all these things. But the true reality is that's not the case. It's not the case. And it's not a pity party I'm having. So let me just say that first and foremost. I've had people say certain things to me and say, well, you're just trying to make people feel bad. I'm not trying to make people feel bad about anything. See, here's the problem. We don't want to address the issue. And we don't want to talk about the issue, and we want to act like these things don't exist and they're not there. It's out of sight, out of mind. And so we want to say that these things are not a problem when the truth is you got to get to the core root of the issue. And sometimes, unfortunately, you've got to look back to heal in order to get forward. So if you ever go see somebody to talk about your issues, your challenges, your problems, what you've gone through, your experiences, and some things you may be dealing with right now, you know they're going to begin to talk to you, If especially somebody who is a psychiatrist or somebody to counsel you. They may start out and begin to ask you and say, so um, what was it like growing up? Now, you may sit back and go, why are you talking about my childhood? What are you talking about growing up? Why are we even discussing that? I'm trying to tell you right now I got a problem. No, the reality is, they're trying to get to the root core of the issue. 
They are trying to find out where did this all come from because it came from somewhere. It's the multiple layers to an onion. And our issues in this country have multiple layers. There is not a one-size-fits-all solution and fix for the problem. The biggest problem is most people don't want to listen. Most people are bent on you understanding their perspective. They're not going to listen to it. They don't want to hear it. And so they're not able to comprehend anything else is said because they have a closed mind to everything else that's around them. And that's unfortunate because guess what? There's no way for any type of healing to ever take place. And you got to have these conversations. And guess what? These conversations, they are not easy. They are difficult. They are challenging. They are uncomfortable. They're not comfortable to have. And I'm not blaming anybody who's white right now. I'm not saying it is your fault of what happened and what's going. I am not blaming that. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying we have some issues in this country. We have some problems in this country that we've been dealing with for hundreds of years. And it's affected a certain group of people more than others. That's the reality. Many white people that don't understand this have had a 400-year head start against most black people. That's a fact. That's a reality. That's not something to make a pity party about. It's just the truth. Now, can we do better things to better ourselves? Absolutely. Are there things we can do better as a people? And I'm talking about black people perspective, you know, personally at this moment. Yes. Yes, we can. We can do a lot of things that we should be doing, that we need to be doing, that we need to come together more on, that we need to work together to create more. We need to find better ways to build our own more. It's like the Tyler Perry mentality. The man said clearly he wasn't waiting on Hollywood. He built his own table. Well, guess what? Sometimes you got to build your own table and stop waiting on somebody else to build a table for you. Because economically, go look at the numbers. If you don't believe me, black people are the most economic consumers in this entire country. They spend trillions of dollars. We spend trillions of dollars more than anybody else. But when it comes to economics and it shows what we own, we own the least. So it's it's a real challenge of understanding that we have economic buying power, but we have to find ways to create our own wealth and build our own things that we need to have for ourselves. And that's what we got to do. That's the truth. There's no other way around that. That's just the reality of what it is. I mean, you go back historically. You look at Black Wall Street and what it was. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Do the history. Do the research. Go look at it. There was a lot of things that happened over the years that we had that were taken away. And we got to understand that we have to work together to build. And we got to do a better job of that. We don't do a great job of that sometimes. and, And that's just the reality of where we are. But, I, but it really frustrates me that people don't believe that there are things and systems in place to keep people from having certain things. You can go look up any. I have watched too many things that talk about economics and, and this country and how things came about and, and what black people went through and all these things that are still a part of what's in place. Do you realize that there are still people being discriminated against based upon where they live or what they can have and where they can actually purchase and get loans from based upon what they look like? I've been through it. I have been through that. I'm telling you. There was a story not too long ago that a couple, I think they were a mixed couple, were trying to sell their home or whatever, getting depraised, and they got a very kind of medium, low appraisal. They had a white couple, somebody else come in, act as though they were them, get the house appraised. The money was much greater than what they got as an appraised amount as the actual original owners, the mixed couple, actually getting their house appraised. That's unfortunate. What is that? 
But that's what happens. That's the reality that we actually are dealing with. I don't have all the answers to how to fix it, but I do know this. We have to have the conversations. We have to have talks about things that are difficult, and they are not easy. And we can't act like they don't exist. We can't act like that. And again, I'm not blaming anybody. Personally, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying it's your fault of what happened. You, nine times out of ten, unless you just have some absolutely amazing genes, you are not here in you know, those eras when these things were around. You, you probably weren't a part of that. If you're in your 40s and, you know, your 30s, you were not around for that. It's not your fault, but it's reality of where we are. And the truth is, you may not know most of the history because, honestly, it's not really taught. It's not talked about as much. You get a little bit of it. Yeah, you get a little smidget of it. You get a little bit enough to learn, basically, the principles of certain things. But in depth and detail, you don't really get all that. So, again, you know, it's a lot to talk about. I do hope that... We're able to turn the corner even more so with this virus and this pandemic because I don't know about anybody else. But when I tell you I am over it, yes, I'm over it. I am. But, you know, you got to stay safe. You got to protect yourself, your families, wear your mask. If Many states are not requiring that to be the case. But, you know, hey, if you want to still wear it, wear it to protect yourself. You haven't been vaccinated. That's your personal choice. Do what you do. But I will tell you, in order for us to all get back to the closest level of normality that we can we got to we, we got to do the right thing we got to make sure that we're protecting everybody not just ourselves personally and i said it before i knew 2021 2022 all bets are off this country was going to move forward because economically we can't afford to just sit back and shut down and just do nothing that, that that's not going to work and i don't know about you but i'm sure your job and somebody else's job needs this economy to continue to move forward and things to be open we, we can't afford it not to be that way. But again, back for another season. Really excited. A lot to talk about. Um, it's been a lot on my mind. I've been challenged with a lot. And I really and truly have so much that has really been weighted heavy on me. Because I think all the challenges that we faced. And it's, it's honestly one of those things I got to tell you. Sometimes it's depressing. Because it's very hard to sit back and you read things on social media, Facebook, or whatever platform uh, that you're getting information on or you're seeing people post stuff. And it's just, it's disheartening that there has been so much um, risen hatred in some places that's unfortunate. It really is. It, it really is. And, and so my prayer is that we are able to begin to start a healing process and have these conversations. They're not easy. They're not conversations we want to talk about. But guess what? They're the ones we have to have in order to try to move forward. So that's it for right now. I want you to hit me up, get at me, hit me up. You got a request for anything you want me to talk about or something you want to bring up to my attention or something you want to just share. Get at me at I am Sly King on Twitter and also on Instagram. Go check out some of the previous podcasts. I really appreciate you listening. Until next time, it's Sly saying about peace.